Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I don't think I've ever talked about this anywhere, and it's amazing. So I went to this doctor camp. The day that I got there, there was a person who was my roommate, and she was beautiful, and she was so interesting, and we were at doctor camp together, and doctor Mm. camp was immediately where I realized I was not going to be a doctor. Like, we went to go see where they keep cadavers. We walk in, and it's like... Students, people are eating sandwiches Ugh. like over their cadavers because it's just like lunchtime. No. And then somebody showed me the the body that they were working on. They like picked up a piece of this person's back, <laughs> but then they like had like a Butterfingers moment where they were like, whoa, 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 and they dropped it on the floor. Listener, my shows in New York are available for purchase. It's just 10 bucks every Sunday, and we have an after party where we all hang out. Um, so please come, and we added a third Boston show. Kate will be coming with me uh, to that one. Oh, and Kate is headlining one of my October shows in New York while I'm away. So go get those tickets, ashleygavin.com. Uh, they sell pretty quick. I hope some Boston ones are still available for you. Go and check it out. And on today's episode, we have Cameron Esposito. You know her. You love her. An incredible stand-up comedian that I've been following for a really long time. Um, she's got a show on Stars. It's really, really good. It's called Take My Wife. She's a great podcast called Query. Go listen to that. And she has some live dates coming up on October 2nd. She's in Chicago. And on October 14th, she is in Salt Lake. Those are kind of the last chance you can... Get to see her before she takes a break. Uh, you can get that at CameronEsposito.com. Yeah, interact with me, listener. My website has all kinds of cool stuff um, and ways to interact with me, chat with me, come see me live, all of that. And as always, Patreon.com slash WHGS if you want free tickets. And now we're doing bonus episodes every week. If you go and subscribe there, those will start coming out in October or November. So go check that out. I'm very, I'm a little nervous. I'm going to be honest. I'm Kate. This is Kate. I'm Ashley. <laughs> hi, hi, Kate. Hi, Ashley. Good to meet you. Um, we're starting right now because Cameron is very important. True. And she, they have a heart out. Yes. That's right. At 11 in 56 minutes. This will be a 56 minute podcast. Start your timer right now, listener. Very important person. We're in the apartment. <laughs> I don't think they have to have a timer. I feel like when you listen to podcasts, it says, do you remember how podcasts work? It it will already. Yeah, it does. It's there. Say, they, have a, they have the timer. <laughs> it's built into the. To the app. No, you're app. right. You're right. Yeah. It says second by second how many seconds Here's there the are thing. Left. That's this right. A, yeah. We're on an atomic <laughs> clock here at We're Having Gay Sex. <laughs> right, right. So right. get your atomic timer out. I don't know what shitty Spotify tom- timer <laughs> has. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what Fair that shit is. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't realize you were so science focused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a science pod. You uh, can't have a gay <laughs> pod without it also being STEM. Especially in 2021. (laughs) It's really important. (laughs) Women in STEM, queers in STEM. Here we go. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with a great guest today. Yes. Highly requested. 
very intimidating. I'm intimidating. I'm I'm intimidated. I'm going to be a little bitch bottom during this. Usually I'm topping. Today I'm bottoming. On Conan, big uh, a show that is so popular that people are demanding that it come back because it was on CISO and no one knows what that is anymore. I had some stuff on CISO, by the way. RIP. It's on stars now. It's I on mean, stars. Whatever. You know, who even knows how to get that? It's impossible. Life is impossible. Life is impossible, is the thing I'll say. That's my overall message. Keep keep going, keep going. Despite it being impossible, they're doing so, so well on Conan. Cameron Esposito, a great comedian. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, and I'm not trying to, you know, I feel like, I feel like you undersold my credits a little bit. (laughs) The show's called Take My Wife. I know, but but I mean, it's mostly, it's mostly Conan is what you were focusing on. Well, that's where I know I love you from. Fellow podcaster. Fellow podcaster. Hey, a great podcast called Query. You can go watch, uh, go listen to that anywhere you get your podcast. I'm nervous. Yeah. (laughs) Don't be, look, we're already pals. That's how I feel. Okay. Well, Well, that's good. That's good. Anyway, how I, I love the gallery. We have a very, if you're listening and not watching on YouTube, we have a very nice gallery wall back there. Is your day going well? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, yeah, my day's going, my day's going pretty well. I went for a run this morning with my running partner um, nice. because that's. As opposed to your sexual partner or where your I'm romantic at. partner. Exactly. Yeah, my running partner, Emily, who is a person that I know from like Chicago comedy when I used to live there and a couple of years ago when I was like very early in a divorce she ran past me on the street this is how I was doing at the time she ran (laughs) past me on the street and I stopped her like we like were not close friends but I just knew her but I stopped her and I was like can I run with you and she said I only like to listen to headphones I don't like to talk to anybody I don't like to run with people um (laughs) essentially leave me alone and I was like Great. That's exactly how I am. Like, le- like, I think we're actually a really good match. So we started running together. We started running together, si- like, silently. We would, like, meet up, say nothing, and run together. And now it's, like, several years later, and we, don't worry, we have broken out the chit-chat at this point. And we're, Just a little light like, banter up top, like the podcast. Yeah, as we're warming up hey, and as hello. we're cooling down. Exactly. We, like, catch up with each other. Now we're, like, fr- friends. But for a while, we were just... People who run next to each other, yeah. listening to We don't to really know things. each other because you're not yeah. really getting to know each other. <laughs> exactly. You're literally just <laughs> running. Yeah. This gives me the vibes of one of those movies where, like, the little scrawny kid is like, "Hey, Mister, can I ride in the back of your pickup truck?" And <laughs> the old exactly guy's right. like, "Sure, yeah. as long as you don't say nothing." <laughs> and then by the end of the movie, <laughs> they're friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm rewatching Friday Night Lights right now. Tim Riggins has just become friends with like a young neighbor boy who's. <laughs> And and Tim Riggins is also, he's a teenager who's then sleeping with that neighbor boy's like 40 year old mom. So anyway, that is the vibe. So I'm Tim Tim Riggins and you're the neighbor boy (laughs) in this scenario. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say I was the neighbor. So I guess we're fighting over who's the neighbor boy in this situation. (laughs) You are the neighbor boy to Emily. Kate is the neighbor boy to me. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Got it, got it, got it. I see what you're saying. Yes. No, I have nothing Um, to do with your running with Emily. But if you wanted me to tag along silently... I might totally. be able to try to do that. I mean, it's it's going it's going really well. We just broke our our best time for a 5K a couple days ago, oh, which dang. is just t- sub 10 minute miles. Like it's not it's not it's that's, not. But that's, that's actually that feels fast. It's pretty good. It's to just do more not than like, one mile under 10 minutes in a row. Yeah, yeah. My, my 
I mean, I don't talk about this much, but when I was running, that was my mile times at nice. 10 minutes. And I never told anyone because I was sort of embarrassed, to be honest. No, it's imp- running. So. No, there's no there's no embarrassment about this. We should feel completely fine to not even ever walk. <laughs> you know, we should feel fine to be in cars all the time. That's acceptable and fine to be running at all, like literally a block and to be able to repeat that, I mean, it's it's to me, it's not it's not easy. I did post on Instagram that I got this like that I was like, yeah, beat ten sub ten minute miles, and then my friend <laughs> Abby Wambach, who's an Olympic oh, gold medalist, said, sorry, who is that? My friend Abby, uh, Abby Wambach. Oh my god, she posted. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't believe I didn't know about this. I would have run with you guys. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna actually invite her to the next one because you I'm should. very curious to see like how Just that her goes from the back know? as she yeah, takes exactly. off. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, some, a five k. Sometimes there's sometimes the course is it goes out and then you can see the people coming back at you, like especially the really fast people. Yeah, because sometimes it's a loop. You know, and so sometimes a fast person's coming at times. you. Wave. Yeah. That's actually great for the silent running. You don't have to say that much. You can just keep it to a hello. That's what I anticipate. I yep. I myself am a former soccer player and I um oh boy. My abilities now compared to what my abilities were is I'm like past me is Kate, like lapping me on the track. Kate was on the national Puerto Rican <laughs> soccer team, like Olympic really? qualifiers. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, yeah. You're kidding. Wait, yeah. long can, time ago. Can I suggest, and this is just like, this is just based on my own ex- personal experience. I don't know what the last time is that you played, but can I suggest reclaiming- Playing with Abby Wambach? No, 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 no. <laughs> reclaiming that sport, but with people who are, play, who are playing sort of at like a, a public level. I'll give you an example. Yes. I started lap swimming this year at the YMCA. Yeah. I go in the morning, everyone else is a senior citizen, and I secretly race them, and I <laughs> am crushing them. I I am destroying. I'm I am fucking murdering out there, and they don't even know. They don't even know. They don't know we're racing. They think that they're like you know working on their cholesterol or whatever they're up doing osteoporosis management. But I'm like, I am. I win every race. Undefeated. I'm undefeated. It's incredible. You ever play that game in the car with your family where you're racing all the other cars, but not when they pass you is that just me that sounds so dangerous no no no. like like wait tell me what you mean you're in the car you're like i was a super competitive kid i'm a super competitive person so like just a game that we would play as a family in the car is like oh yeah we're winning this fucking race like fuck that subaru over there but then if the subaru passed us then they were disqualified they were disqualified i played a different game i played a different game that seems related so like I had my old, you know, we had a one of those wood paneled station wagons when I was growing up and my older sister and I would be facing, you know, we'd be in the way back and you face backwards yes. and we would try to see how many people we could get to change lanes to get away from us because we were <laughs> creating a scene. By the way, we also didn't know how like driving works because people will just need to change lanes. Yeah. Right. But we had, I don't even know why we had this. We had, you know, when like a bouncer, when you walk into a bar and a bouncer has one of those like clickers where they count yes. the capacity. I have no idea why we had this, but we had one of those. <laughs> And 
we would drive from Flo- your, from your Chicago parents definitely to just chuck that back into the car. Yeah, like, exa- play with exactly. This, kids. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like we, we have a baby sister who's like a lot younger than us, so she would be like in the middle seat, right? And yeah. my parents would be in the front, and then my older sister and I would be in the way back, having like our own experience. We would be like, <laughs> we had, yeah, we were counting how many cars we'd get to change lanes by doing elaborate plays. Like sometimes. We would duck down so that there was no people visible and then just toss a bunch of stuffed animals in the air. That was yeah. a classic one. <laughs> or pig noses where pig noses of course. pull lemon heads out of them and then eat oh, the lemon heads. That's great. I would I like change lanes. I would change lanes. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't I can't get uh, nauseous while I'm driving. I need to change lanes. <laughs> um well we're we're I think we're we're warmed up. Yeah? Hell yeah. All right, we're we're in the we usually do intros as late into the episode oh, yeah. as possible, <laughs> right? Just just so people who came here to listen to you, you know what I mean, or like my listeners have no idea. Your listeners have no idea who I am, and my listeners have no idea who you are. Um, just to make it really really uncomfortable. <laughs> so copy the format. Uh, just what anyone what you want anyone to know about you. Um, I'm Ashley Gavin. Okay. I am a cis gay white woman. She her pronouns. As always, the cancel coach to keep me from getting canceled. The only pickleball player without a pickle. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kate Sisk. Hey, everybody. It's me, Kate Sisk. The cancel. What did you do? I don't know. You're fired. <laughs> Get out of here. You Fine. lost. You're disqualified. <laughs> oh, that is actually a camera. Oh, don't worry about it. Okay. It's okay. Or it's not filming. Okay. Uh, it's me, everybody. Kate Sisk, the cancel coach, the fat in the chat. Um, my pronouns are any pronouns. I'm white, bisexual, lesbian, dyke. My gender of the week, as submitted by the listeners, is Ruby Ryder from Steven Universe. Which I don't know what that is. Very cute. Hmm. Very sweet. Um, It's like they, she, her pronouns, but they call her cowboy and she has a horse. And I know that touches That's something triggering. deep for you i i recently <laughs> ended something with a with a horse girl uh, uh yeah yeah not anything serious but truly uh kind of an interesting situation yeah you put her out to pasture <laughs> i watched her gallop into the sunset mm-hmm. hi-ho silver hi-ho silver mm-hmm. anyway yeah so that's my gender of the week and um little starstruck by cameron right now but yeah, I, will, I think we both are I th- yeah <laughs> we're usually better than this <laughs> i think it's going great i can't even imagine what your usual is. Uh, if you even knew <laughs> if this is your worst this is this is awful honestly um really bad really bad stuff <laughs> You know what it is? It's every time there's someone toppier as a podcaster that they come on, I have to reevaluate who I am on the on the pod. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Is that is that also true? Hang on, wait. Am I supposed to introduce myself? Because oh yes, I have a side thing that I'd like to ask you about. I'm Cameron Esposito, and I'm um, I'm a stand up comic. I'm also other things, including. Not announced yet. Whoa. A director. Oh, um, that's great. I was going to ask you if you have anything that you're like working on that you wanted to you yeah. know, talk about. I no more information available, but I'm really excited about that. That is exciting. Yeah. Thank you. And in terms of other stuff, I am a, I am a white person. I am unclear what my gender identity or pronouns are. I've, I really like fluid right now. Gender fluid person. Oh, I'm politically always a woman, and I have a small dog. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Now, listener, this could get dicey here. I know there's a big divide between the big dog and the small dog community. That's true. And I feel that people who enjoy small dogs are judged. 
Not, not if you met my dog. My dog is incredible. Ruby, she's the best. She is a true rescue, like not an Instagram rescue. Like she didn't come from like a picture that w- where she was like living in someone's beautiful home. And no, she's, she's like a mess. From a, she was a mess. She, she's a mess. She's from a piece of Tupperware in the de- desert. She is way beyond my skill set. She has been stung by a bee. For, she's one year old. She's been stung she's, by a bee. She's one. She's one year old. She just gets stung by a bee every three months. She's been stung by a bee four times. She's had pink eye. Pink eye. She's had pink eye twice. She has had a skin infection and a parasite. She has had a, a feather surgically removed from her nose and a titanium plate put in her leg. And she had toes removed. She has a, she had extraneous toes that had to be removed. Yo, okay, what is I going mean, on with Ruby? Is you started she's with a small dog and now she is so even smaller. smaller. <laughs> yes, she's, 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 she's teeny. She is microscopic. She weighs seven pounds. She oh. is incredible. Her attitude is impeccable. We look like twins. <laughs> you do have like small dog energy you, but in our a good hair, way. It's really our hair. Yeah. Like I didn't mean to have her same hair, but you I mean you should see the picture of this dog. Hang on. This is really important. It's important to show this to you. You know what I mean? It's like this is really you need to know about this. I mean, here's what she looks like just like oh my god by herself. Hang on, I'll turn the oh, this is really so important. Cute. To but do you see how we're this? Look at us. Oh yes, gosh. you guys are the same. Yeah, the, the hair and the you're ears. You're like, like in a 101 Dalmatians where you're watching yes. the characters yeah, exactly. with the dogs that look like them. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, so anyway, so that's what's going on sweet. over here. I um, love, what's your dog? Oh, Ruby. Ruby's your dog's name. Yeah, Ruby. I'm really losing it with the credits. I cannot keep any of <laughs> Yeah, my credits, credits are I have a dog named Ruby and that's one of my top credits and I'm trying to get <laughs> it on IMDb. You might have seen a really... dog named Ruby at the hospital. Give it up for Cameron Esposito. <laughs> that's totally true. She is like, she is, people are invested. Um, but anyway, can, what we're, we have to do something. We have to talk about gay sex at some point, but take your side oh, yeah, tangent. Oh yeah, the side It doesn't really matter. My story today is shit. <laughs> I didn't save a good one for Cameron and I don't know, but go on, do your side tangent. Well, my side tangent was because you were talking about like top energy and I was just saying that I was having this realization the other day. I was talking to my spouse, Katie, and I was having this realization the other day. I was like, why am I always friends? There's like, I always, there's always like one tall cis straight dude that is in my life as my friend one yeah, yeah. this person has been it's not the same they're rote it's a rotating it's a rotating i don't Chris. even know how i don't even know how i find them like it's like it's like it started in high school i went to a concert the other day with with my friend byron who's like you know six seven or whatever and it's like the two of us and i'm sitting there just like buddy you know and i i was realizing that Buddy. That I'm Buddy Byron. I was thinking more Lord Byron. Byron feels like a yeah, poet. Right. Name. I mean, it is right, isn't he? Yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not good. That's at that right. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was realizing that it's because, like, so I, you know, I have tons of queer friends, right? I have like straight women friends. I don't have a ton of gay cis dude friends, mm-hmm. but for my queer friends, it's like if somebody's the exact same gender as me or like a similar gender to me, we can be boys. You know, like I have a friend, Kelsey, where if we hug, we like really pat each other yeah, on the yeah, back yeah, really yeah. hard. That's an you know? interesting dynamic. When comedians greet you, you can kind of tell how they see you based on male comedians, cis male comedians. Like, do they uh-huh. give you the pound? Do they give you like the, the bro hug? Or do yeah. they like hug you? That's always right. interesting to me. Yeah. Yes. Do they give you a little kiss on your neck or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they dip you. They dip. If they, if they dip you <laughs> they down, do, they do. like it's V Day. Um, but 
No, I, I feel like there's so anyway, but I do feel like I like, I love, I love that energy of like a, a brother to brother sort of a thing. But I mm-hmm. also think that that can be hard to build upon, you know, cause everybody's mm. it's, you're, you're constantly like topping each other. It's, it, it's a stressful relationship. So I <laughs> have those, but I don't have a ton of those people in my life. Like I have those, you know, in the big queer sector of my life, not usually most people I'm closest to are like, not exactly my same thing. But I was realizing that, like, these dudes, this, like, tall, maybe artsy guy, I think that's me. Yes. But I don't have to compete with them. And then I also think that that guy thinks the same thing about me. Yes. Like, where we, like, find each other across the room, we lock eyes, and it's like, yes, yes, we're lesbros. And that is a very real thing in my life. It is not a thing in Katie's life. Mm. She doesn't really have that thing with a straight cis dude. Do either of you have that vibe with a straight cis dude? I have many. You have many? Rich Happel, Neil Rubenstein, tons. I have tons. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, my friend Mark, I'm going to do, I'm going to a WM dude. I'm going to I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> I got invited to to go watch the Liberty on Friday. I have courtside seats. I'm going in through the VIP entrance. I'm Oh, you're going to have an excellent time. I, it's going to be superior. It's going to be yeah. lesbian excellence. <laughs> I'm going in through like the special entrance. I'm meeting the CEO. I have to, I don't know anything about basketball. <laughs> I have to bring. No, yeah. It's, well, first of all, please do, just a little. Okay. So five, there's five people uh, yeah, that, on, on per, per team on cool. the court at a time. And there's two hoops and they're on opposing sides of the um, court. Court. And yeah, so they're, and they're even actually going to, they're going to like switch at halftime. They switch but, at halftime. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know the basic yeah. rules. I just don't know the people. I don't know. Great. The, oh, You're the personalities. Go. You can learn that. Well, okay. that's not your fault. That's the fault of culture. You don't that's know the names too. of WNBA players. That's not, that's not on you. Honestly, God bless them. They like you have to have another job if you're a WNBA player. Yeah, because yeah. we, don't, we don't pay them shit. Yeah, but here's what I'll say about They're the like WNBA: <laughs> they have to buy their own supplies. <laughs> they have to buy their own. They're exactly. Like- They're like, I'm also a nurse. I'm also a COVID ward nurse, and I'm a WNBA player. <laughs> They're having a bake sale to buy the uniforms for the teams. They're on the subway yeah. being like, Hey, can you give me some money for my basketball team? I'm on the. Totally. I play for the Liberty. <laughs> Hundred percent. No, there's, there's so much money there too. They should be getting more of it. Yeah. When you yeah. meet the CEO, I'm a, I'll slip her a five. <laughs> slip her a five. Well, ask her if she has Venmo. You know what I mean? Ask her if she, you know, because then you don't even have to worry about carrying cash. You know, and I think that's important. Um, but here's what else I'll say about. So I I love to go to WNBA games here in LA, and I thought it was going to be like all sort of lesbian crew in the audience and that that the fans that does exist but another thing that exists here and i'm very curious if it's true for the liberty are is like there is a huge black fan base Mm. and many many adult women children straight couples Mm. um it just is like a so here like for instance here in LA, if you go see the WMBA play instead of a kiss cam there is the vivica a fox wig out wig cam where like it cuts to the audience and then there's like a fake wig on your head that's like that's and you're on the um jumbotron with a wig on your head and then they dance around like everybody dances around dude that is my also a, i know they would never cut to me but that would be my worst nightmare there's a, yeah that's worse there's than someone also proposing to me at the wnba <laughs> so the sparks also have a like dj that is doing like they're doing 
play-by-play, but like I've never seen this at like an oh. NBA game. So there's a DJ like playing sound cues and also being like Candace Parker, and then like the whole audience gets into it in a That's different fun. way. Like it's like a vi- so anyway, uh, fucking cool as hell. That's like the fun. best, like the best time. Okay, I like I'm the excited. sound of that. You're gonna have so much fun. I know. I don't know what to wear. I, I, I like don't know. I got a Liberty I, jersey. Go. I know. I gotta one. go buy one. Yeah, maybe I'll get there a little bit early and see yeah, if I can buy one. You should. Anyway, let let's get into the gay sex. Oh wait, I do have. This is interesting. Related. I do have some bro cis male friends like that, and yeah. one of them, his grandfather, um, invented basketball. No fucking way. Yeah. Invented basketball. Maybe it's great grandfather. Wait, Naismith. It, yeah. <laughs> what? You know a Naismith? I do. <laughs> is that his actual name? Naismith? Yeah. Is that the last name? Yeah. So it's paternal. It's a line of paternal it's lineage. A, yeah. Wow. Oh. That's so funny because the guy that I'm going to the WNBA game with, his great uncle invented the shot clock. <laughs> what? I'm not joking. Are you serious? Basketball, there used to be no shot clock. <laughs> what if I also knew Honestly? the name of the... What if I just also knew the last name of the person who invented the shot clock? <laughs> Weather up. Weather up. Mark, shout that out, Mark. That would be very impressive. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, basketball was made so much better by the shot clock. Lesbians need a shot clock in every bar for when they're staring at a woman across the bar oh my God. to time them. You got to take a lesson from the WNBA. You got to shoot your fucking shot on the shot clock. Set your atomic clock to 16 seconds or whatever the fuck the shot clock is. Oh, my God. I love that. That couldn't be more true. Yeah. I could have really used that bit of information like in my 20s. Yeah, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard to shoot your shot. If anybody, either of you knows um, grandfather invented a time machine, let me know because I'll go back. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. I'm going to be quick today. Okay. Uh, the story that I had in mind, I don't know how quick. How do you feel about camp, Cameron? Do you like camp, summer camp? Well, I went to sports themed camps. Same. So yeah. like a like a summer camp where you're like doing archery and like sitting around a campfire. I have no experience with that. That's Same. that's what I did, and I did do archery. And at the time when I was a counselor, <laughs> the Hunger Games were huge, so the oh, kids no. fucking loved archery. Did anyone get hurt? <laughs> Um, no, no one ever got hurt. Okay. They had really, but strict- a few people got killed, not hurt, but murdered. <laughs> but it was and painless. Was yeah, it was yeah. arrow to the eye. It was over momentarily. <laughs> the kids were really good. <laughs> the thing is, that those we, were on purpose. We, those weren't accidents. Those were on we purpose. Told them, we told them that at the end of camp there would only be one survivor. Right, 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 and, right, right, uh, right, right. They had to kill each other <laughs> yeah, in yeah. order. So they were very, they were motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to camp when I was a kid. I was a counselor at the camp. And I thought of this the other day um, when I was like, every week I sort of reflect on the gay sex that I've had throughout my life and (laughs) anything adjacent because I'm running out of stories. Uh, Unfortunately, this is a good podcast and it's continued and I'm running out of gay sex. (laughs) But I was thinking about camp. I was a huge theater. I was like the theater kid, not just the theater kid. I like performed at Campfire like every week. I like wrote a parody song or did my form of stand up comedy. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Did they love you or hate you? They loved me. Man. Okay, nice. They, I was fucking <laughs> killing it. It was the only place that I felt like I could be free as a performer because there were no boys. So mm. I got to play the boys in the shows yeah. and stuff like that and could do drag and just all different types of gay shit. <laughs> You know, it was, I was liberated there. It's a dream. <laughs> but here's the funny thing. We, all the little drama kids, we would like fake kiss each other. Like with, with fingers uh-huh. like this. You know what I mean? Mm. And it became. Not like this? No, not like that. Not like, <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> Listener, uh, 
Kate just borderline cat called me I by, did. by putting her, her fingers, whatever, whatever. Where whatever. were the fingers? It, no, right. It's okay. I, again, V-Day. Bit of a V-Day yes. symbol. Man, talking about car games, my cousin and I used to play this game where we would slap the side of our car so that guys walking by looked up and we would give them the peace sign. And you got a point if they gave you the peace sign back. But one time my mom- You were catcalling. You were catcalling men. <laughs> Well, my mom thought that I was doing the like pussy eating symbol to these guys. And I was like, no, I'm doing the peace symbol. Nah, Why did your mom think that <laughs> she would I was like, be she, within the she, realm of your she, behavior? I don't know. She cut. The, she was shocked. She caught it out of the corner of her eye one time, and I guess must have just like heard me slap the car and like looked up as I was like flashing the peace sign, and maybe she thought I was going either towards or from my mouth, and was thought I don't know. Yeah, she was yeah, shocked. Yeah. I didn't know our moms <laughs> knew that symbol. Keep going, but I just didn't know that. This is like really new information. <laughs> It's actually yeah, no. true. If, you, if, you, if you've given birth, you've never had your pussy ate. That's uh, that's what I hear. <laughs> it reverse. If you had it eaten before, it actually <laughs> eats itself. You, it's a men in black <laughs> light where the baby comes out and flashes your face and you forget every time that you got pussy eaten. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just enjoying. I'm watching. Cameron's horrified. <laughs> I'm just watching. I like your I face. Know, it's fun. It's I want to know what's very... going to happen next. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it's like. You're what that you're you have that nice face that sometimes audience members have and you never see that from a comedian. You never see that wonderment, you know. Childlike I mean? wonder? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was you that's, have that's, that. It's lovely. That is what I was experiencing. It's actually lovely. You're a lovely person. And I don't know what I I I I expected you to be like more like not the not love not the opposite of lovely. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but I'm getting a hard like, ass, a little bit of a hard ass. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but in a fun way. But I'm actually <laughs> yeah, what I'm getting sure. is like a softness to you that I'm really very much enjoying and I'm surprised by. Oh yeah, and I'm a sweet little goofball. Yeah, you Aww. are. You are a sweet little yeah. goofball. That's <laughs> yeah. your gender. Totally. Aww. <laughs> sweet little goofball. Absolutely. I really am. I really am. Yeah. yeah I think I have that in me too. Less on this podcast, but more when I go on a date with a girl who's like maybe seen my comedy, she, they're always like, you are very sensitive. And I'm, I'm oh yeah. Oh my God. I'm the most crying yeah. guy. <laughs> I'm the most crying. We're soft boys. I am. I'm so crying all the time. The other day, this is a real thing in my life. The other day, I, I don't know why this came up, but I was watching television with Katie, my spouse, as I said, I don't know why this came up, but I asked her to pause it. And I said, if I had 10 seconds to live, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> what would you say to me? And Whoa. first of all, she said, are you telling me that we're like at a hospital and the doctors are, they say 10 more seconds. More it's going to be 10 more seconds. <laughs> How long I got, doc? Talk about Ten, a shot clock. Nine, Jesus Christ. eight, seven, six. Bit of a shot clock, bit of a shot clock, bit of a shot clock situation, as you said, as you said. So, so I said, if I had 10 seconds to live, what would you say to me? And then she, and then before she answered, as I thought about this situation, I did burst into tears. Before she even answered. Because I thought, this is so sad. I only have 10 seconds left to live. Really, you were doing like a Strasbourg style acting like method. Exactly, exactly. It was very uh, intense. Oh, I know. 
But then you know what she said? And it made it even worse. Oh, no. She said, I would just say, I love you over and over again, then probably continue even after you've passed. I'm going to cry. Yeah. Can you even believe this? Oh, painful. Beautiful. Painful. Then we just continued watching Friday Night Lights after that. (laughs) (laughs) That's great that it was Friday Night Lights. Um, Oh, I love that. I can't top that, but I'll keep... (laughs) I'll keep going about my experience at camp just because we yes I'm, I'm even thinking about just ditching the format because this is just like going yeah sure so if we we have no oh come on I want to hear this oh camp okay. story though well that's very nice. please so yes because you're asking so nicely but I, I all the theater girls the girls who did theater we would kiss each other as kind of a joke from theater like kissing but then it became like with certain girls it became like intimate we would hold each other and like kind of like be in bed, like cuddling, like but still doing with that. the fingers between but your mouth. But still with the fingers over oh, our mouths. My gosh! And there was sort of like two girls that I did this the most with, but then there was like <laughs> one that was clearly my camp main main. Um. Oh my god, Ashley! You've had a main main since the beginning. So from the beginning. Oh my god! We're like 13, 14 years old, <laughs> and this girl. She had red hair. She was super political, even at like a very young age. She was from the D.C. area. She's like, we must go to war with Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah. It was right around that time. Um, what do you name her? Because we have the guest name, the, the people that we talk about. Oh, hang on. Like a, like a political. OK, so like um, Chelsea. Yes, also your partner's name, but this is Chelsea Clinton. Who, who is political? Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. We're going with Chelsea. This is Chelsea, just by the way. It's not Chelsea Clinton. It is Chelsea. So Chelsea and I, you're Chelsea. Yep. We um would do this, but the the night the time that I knew it was like different is like I met her. We didn't have like at my camp, we didn't have bat it was super like uh simple living. We lived in tents and we didn't have bathrooms attached to the tents we would walk okay. in the nighttime to the collective bathroom that yeah. everybody used yeah and it was called paradise so i walked <laughs> there was paradise and Grass- grasshopper those were the two bathrooms okay i walked to paradise i would meet her in the middle of the night oh so that we God. could talk and n- fake kiss each other you kept the fingers Wait. up yeah whose fingers were there yours or hers i don't remember well, Probably. I don't think they were yours because if your fingers were there, I you definitely would have slid them out. <laughs> no, consent is important. <laughs> well, you would have said through your hand. <laughs> when you were organizing this, did you say meet me at paradise? Yeah. Was that part of it? <laughs> that is very sweet. Gay paradise. <laughs> meet me at hey tonight later tonight. Meet me at paradise. Yeah. It sounds so romantic, and then it's what it so is romantic. is like just the smell of so much shit <laughs> so, <laughs> and yeah, so many yes. fingers between your lips. <laughs> so much pining. <laughs> it was like intense. And so much war propaganda. <laughs> well, the smell of so much shit and so many fingers between your lips, that sure, that does describe some kinds of sex. Absolutely. <laughs> True. Yeah, and like it got... It was so intense and we chatted and this has happened to me multiple times with women, straight women or in the closet women or whatever. Who cares what the labels are? You understand what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. We we talked online for a really long AIM. Oh, yeah. Her, her, maybe this is outing or maybe bleep this out, Alex. Her, her username was Oh my God. And I would, I would just love when 
came on AOL and my buddy list and ding, you know, a pop up. Yeah. And then at one point she just stopped oh. talking to me and we never were friends again. And I think mm. it's because she sort of figured out that what we were doing was gay. So or she enlisted. Right. <laughs> right. Don't ask, don't and tell. It was sad. It was really sad. That is sad. And it was, I've lost a couple friends <sighs> that that sucks. from that. That sucks. Yeah. I, oh I hooked up with a straight friend of mine and we are still friends and and yesterday i told her that her mom was looking milfy and then she never talked to you again she, I, she you has not AOL. talked to me since yeah. <laughs> so I, I held on through the original <laughs> straight girl hookup and then i lost her shooting for her mom <laughs> i want to get to cameron yes let's yeah, do it let's get to cameron that's my gay sex from this week Listener, spring has sprung, love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex, take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15 year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Cameron, mm. did you have gay sex this week? This week? Yes. Did I have you, some gay sex to and share? And you can tell whatever story you can tell from you whatever want. time. It doesn't have to be sex. It can be whatever moves you. Actually, you know what? I, I have a story that feels like it's related to the story that, that you just had. And I don't nice. think I've ever talked about this anywhere. Ooh, and it's amazing. Oh. Inside um, scoop. Clickbait. Yeah. Oh, that's a, wrong one. I want the air horn. I, I think. want the air horn. It's yeah. right there. But you know, it's um thank you for that. It's <laughs> it's it's less gay sex and more gay longing. And yes. I feel like yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. heard in your story. So not that it's really. like bringing me it's like so bringing me to a time. So when I was in high school, I wanted to be a doctor. We don't know why that's what I wanted huh. to be. I I wasn't particularly gifted at science. It was just <laughs> I just have always been, um, I've had a little bit of a, in terms of only career, a little bit of an inflated sense of self for like my entire life. When I was a little <laughs> child, I would be like, what, I'll, what I'm going to do, I'll be the president, but I'll also work at Disney Animation. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> what do you mean? And you're like, no, it's like, I'm commuting. You know, like it's, you know, commuting. I'm, it's, I'm making it work. Some, whatever. So Donald anyway. Trump literally commuted from Florida to DC. So <laughs> exactly. I don't think that yes. this is, now was he and, a great president? Debatable. <laughs> And also, we would say about him, inflated sense of self. So there you go. Yeah. Um, so I wanted one thing that I wanted to be when I was in high school was I wanted to be a priest. And the other thing I wanted to do was I wanted to be a doctor. That is well, weirdly the look. gayest. That is weirdly the gayest profession. I don't know. So my parents, you know, and I went to a prep school for high school. I went to like a very... Do you remember the movie Juno? Diablo Cody went to my high school. Yes. She's, my oh, sister's, cool. she's in my sister's class. That's Whatever's so cool. going on in... In that movie, it's like, anyway. But also, Jennifer's body, Megan Fox is wearing like a plaid skirt in that. That is our skirt from high school. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, That's one of my favorites. So, Hot. 
Jackson's yeah. body. Yeah. So like I went to this. So anyway, as a part of school, they pass out this, these like, it was like a pamphlet for this like doctor camp that you could go to. It was at Georgetown <laughs> University. Um, you could go for several weeks. You could take like classes and then you, there was also like a visiting hospitals element. So I went to this doctor camp. My parents were very supportive of this thing that was definitely not going to become my career. And I went to doctor camp. Did they know that? The, no, I mean, I think that they were like, oh, okay, yeah, perfect. We'll invest the money in this summer camp for this person. Like, she's going to be a doctor. And it's like, then like fast forward 10 years and I'm like, actually, I'm a dirtbag yeah. and I make no money. You know, like, it's like... Thank you so much for investing so much in my education. Um, but I went to this doctor camp and there was a woman there and she was like, it just was at this time in my life. Like I had a boyfriend, he was the captain of the football team. Like we were a sort of a thing at our high school because I was like the mascot of the football team and an outspoken, you know, member of like student council. We were like the couple that doesn't exist. Cause it's like these people, Nobody's ever been the mascot of the football team and then dated the captain of the football team. They're very noticeable. We notice these people. What an interesting, noticeable group of people who are also yeah. celibate. So anyway, I, was, I went to this camp and like the, the day that I got there, there was a person who was my roommate and she was from Hong Kong. Her father like worked at Coca-Cola. She was an American person who was living in Hong Kong for most of her life. And she was beautiful and she was so interesting. And we were at doctor camp together. And doctor mm. camp was immediately where I realized I was not going to be a doctor because it was like, <laughs> and that you were going to be gay. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, both, two things, two things were realized. Two things were realized. Right. Um, one. So we went to, as a part of doctor camp, like we went to go see where they keep cadavers that are oh, being worked on yeah, by, yeah, yeah. you know, wow. students. And there's a oh. guy, we walk in and it's like students, people are eating sandwiches oh. like over their cadavers because oh. it's just like lunchtime. No. And then somebody showed me the, the body that they were working on. They like picked up a piece of this person's back, but then they like had like a Butterfingers moment where they were like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. And they dropped it on the floor. And I almost, I had to leave the room because I was dry heaving because I thought I was going to throw up. Then and then that's when I was like, then they slipped on a banana. They slipped on yeah, a banana. Like, flew exactly. across the room. It was like these bodies were being desecrated. Like I was just like, oh, this is not, I can't, I can't even deal with this, right? Oh so I knew that like this was not for me, but I did meet this woman and like we kept in touch. And you know, I had, like, I think I was using my parents' you know, AOL account. Like I don't even think I had yeah, my own yeah. email address. Yeah. And her email address was like, she meant to say angel something and it was like it was like angel but she but it was like angle she miss she misspelled it so and so she's it was probably like, also not going to be a doctor exactly <laughs> so it was like you know angle like 63 whatever 52 or whatever it was like the internet just became a thing.com right right and so i would like log on to my parents you know desktop and like we we had this this like pen pal relationship mm. and during that time she had moved to london and when i was a senior in high school we had a senior class trip to london again oh my god thanks to my parents for investing so much in my education because i don't know why they did but we went to london for our senior class trip and first of all i drank for the first time on this trip i was a very very like well behaved child and i was very excited because drinking was legal in oh yeah the uk for the age that i was and yeah. so i was very competitive and the first time <laughs> oh, no. i ever had a drink 
I drank five pints of cider in a competition with one of my classmates who was like one of the biggest drinkers in my class. And I won the competition. I was like chugging contest. I mean, this is like how you know you're a homosexual, right? I was like, like in a pub, I'm like chugging contest. I drink five pints of cider. I absolutely destroy her. I throw up all over like my hotel room. The people that were traveling with us at my Catholic high school, they were like a bunch of priests, like a monk took care of me as sleeping on this monk's belly. I mean, it was like, anyway, but I had kept in touch with like angle 35, whatever. So she was living in London. I also and love that is... we have an actual number for the angle. Yes, <laughs> you know exactly, it, Angle exactly. 90. Yeah. We yeah, learned a lot yeah, about yeah, this person exactly. by what angle she was. <laughs> yeah. And and so we kept in touch. And, and like, I don't know what was wrong with my school. But before we went on this trip, again, very overconfident young person. I said to the organizers of the trip, like, I have a good friend that lives in London. I love and this like, kid. I love, I know this kid from when I was a teacher and when I was a camp counselor. I can't, I love this child that's coming up to you. And says, I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Like I have a good friend that lives in London. And I know that like, we have a really planned like set of tours, tour events, but like, I noticed that we're going to like this thing and that thing, the tower of London and something else. And like, I've actually already read about that. So I'm wondering if I can go to school with my friend oh, that day. Go to school with Oh them. my God. The going wow. to school with the camp friend. I love wow. that. I forgot I wonder I if I can that. do that you instead. And like, so I'll just do that. And they were like, sure, that seems reasonable. <laughs> I I don't know why this is it true. It was a different time. I did. Truly, I attended. Never happened today. I know. I attended high school with her for a day. We went afterwards. We went out to a pub with her friends who were like shooting pool. It was the, mo- it was the coolest I've ever felt in my entire so life. cool. And the next day, my whole class went somewhere and I remembered where the school was. And I snuck away from my class. Oh my And like gosh. took the tube by myself. <laughs> like cell phones don't exist yet. Through London. And I went to her school and like met her after her school. I'm like waiting outside. Did you do- is and this she's the like, movie you directed? No, this is, this is my real life. It has to be. The you people to need this to see film. this. This is such a great film idea. Like she, right. She comes out. I'm like out there. I'm like, great to see you, you know? And she's like, oh my God. And she's like, why don't you come to my house? Like she actually lived in Notting Hill, sort of like on one of those parks. It's like in the movie Notting Hill, you like get a key. I'm like getting dizzy. <laughs> I know I'm falling in love with this woman. <laughs> Her family was like wealthy in a way that I couldn't understand. Yeah, yeah. So they lived like in a fancy place with the key to this park. We like go to her house. We like go to this park. We're like having this whole experience. But then I realized I'm supposed to go meet up with my class afterwards because I was like having to meet up with them at some point. And I realized that I had no idea how to get back yeah. oh. from where we were. Yeah. Like I had, I knew I could, how to take the train from like our hotel to the school because I had done it before. Yeah. But now I was like in a whole different part of London. I had no idea where I was from, where I had no money on me. Yeah. Oh no. Her mom had to like put me in a cab. <laughs> like I sort of remembered the name of my hotel and she had to put me in a cab and pay for it yeah. to send me home. This poor lost. And like, like, sure, I'll I'll pay seventy pounds to have my daughter not get fucked right now. <laughs> it, like I think it was seventy pounds. Like I actually think that's how much money it was because oh it was like across London. Yeah, I somehow like snuck back in. It's like that thing of like it's almost from like 
maybe the the children's book Madeline were like yes! my school was like walking in in a line from like whatever <laughs> they'd done that day and I like filtered in in the midst of this group and yes. like rejoined them amazing but the, the thing that I had been listening to on my Walkman when I had snuck away from class to go find her was um, that Macy Gray song uh mm. That's what is it called? Where it's like I try to say yeah, yeah. goodbye and choke. <laughs> so you know, then I just came. I this is this is all a very anticlimactic story to say when you are a young person, you don't understand you're a homosexual. <laughs> it is potentially life threatening. Like I was tr- tr- by myself with no money, traveling throughout. A city I had no familiarity with in a foreign country to go find this woman just to, like, see her. Just to see her. Like, we never held hands. We didn't kiss with with fingers over our mouths. Like, nothing happened. I listened to Macy Gray for, like, the rest of the year. This is... When I got home from this is when my boyfriend asked me if I was bisexual. Because I could not stop talking about this woman. This is beautiful. It's one. Of, I've thought about this a lot. Like, oh, my God. We have so many coming of age movies about young boys, like, in love. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, they have, like, it's, there's no comparison to a, <laughs> a femme, like, a, a person who has no idea how to, like, who's never been trained to be the dominant person, just sort of finding oh, their way, yes. learning how to, like, approach a woman yeah. and then not even knowing that that's what they're doing. Right. It, the the level of longing is just so deep and wild and chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's so well said. Yeah, because I think like if you're an AFAB person, also like sleepovers are normal. Kissing yeah. with hands over the lips, that might be fine. We don't know. Maybe that's straight, you know? Like, yeah. So then you get into a situation where you're like, one of my best friends who I've met for a very brief period of time while we were op- over an open dead body at a doctor camp that person lives in london and do you teacher believe that i should get to sneak away from our class and go see them because like i didn't even get in trouble for this yeah like i was like such a good kid nobody even noticed yeah like i literally just pulled that off and we fell out of touch not that long after that but like i have thought about this person yeah i was gonna ask i don't even remember her name yeah Yeah. i have no i didn't i I do actually remember her email address, but I'm not going to say what it was. But I, you should try. Just I don't even remember her name. Yeah, just you should email yeah, I should just... her parents. Oh, and be like, hey, remember God. that time you like paid for my cab? I should Venmo her parents. Yeah. I will Venmo her parents while you walk in and Venmo the, the owner of the Liberty. I will Venmo her parents and say like, I think I owe you this. Oh my but, and God. also oftentimes when I think about this time in my life, I, I always also wonder what everybody else thought was going on. Because yes, like yeah. looking back on it, like I didn't know what was going on because I didn't know information about homosexuality. But like, what did her parents think was going on when I was like, hey, great to like great to see you. I'm from America <laughs> and I don't know where my class is. I think is. the parents know. <laughs> I think the parents most of the time know what's up. They know what's up. I think, I think so. so. But I think they probably no wonder they paid also... so much money for me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I knew someone in the in the closet once, and and she had a relationship, and I was like, "You're not out to your parents, but do they know?" And she was like, "Well, I've never had a boyfriend, and I'm not ugly." <laughs> <laughs> 
So she was like, yeah, my parents know because it's, I'm objectively hot. I, I think they know <laughs> that you're this little wow. gay person obsessed with their daughter because I've been that yeah. little gay person like many times. Yeah. I think it's debatable how serious, like I think sometimes they think nothing's going to happen. And then I think as soon as they find out something's going to happen, that's when the, there's like, there can be a fissure in the relationship between the yeah. two kids. Yeah. Because the parents that did figured, happen that's yeah. happened to me as well. Yeah. Um. Well, that was truly a phenomenal story. Yes. Epic. Epic. Needs to be a movie. A 56 minute long movie. D- directed, written, and starring <laughs> Cameron Esposito. At all ages. Yeah, me now. Like yeah, yeah, me yeah. now, but starring as the, my high school self. <laughs> Love it. Yes. And 100%. we know Ben Platt did this very successfully. <laughs> so I think you should do Would it. Would we say successfully? I mean, he did, did it. He. I think he, he nailed did it, it and, and he's the still internet, alive. The internet loved it. <laughs> they did. They yeah. raved. Yeah, it went well. <laughs> I have a I have a miniature camp story if you want. That would be great. I'm so sorry. We we would love to have you back. Yeah. And I really need to start writing on the emails that it takes an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm so, I'm no, so no, no, sorry to be. She, it's, it's me. Time management. It's a time management. Do you have a baby <laughs> camp story that could it's last so t- for it's, five minutes or less? It's literally five minutes or less. It's like two minutes. You want to hear it? I want to hear it. Do you want to say the thing Thank for the you, ad break? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, well, that was great sex. It was it was great. It was um you know what it was? It was super horny sex. Yes. That, that is never that never with no release. Anyway, keep going. Kate, did you have gay sex this week? Okay, I'm gonna tell a little finger blast from the past as well about camp. And the shot clock is on. And the shot clock is on and I'm ready to go. Um I'm talking like a like in a speech and debate. I'm just like talking twenty two minutes of like <laughs> Um I was at a soccer camp and as our like leisure break they took us to the movie theater and i must have been like 13 and i had no idea uh that i was queer and we almost everyone everyone except me and one other girl went to the same movie and me and this other girl looked at each other and were like do you want to go see this movie instead do you want to like go be gay together okay and and, be alone and i really should have known because she was a goalie (laughs) i was she was from virginia she was a goalie and there's nothing if you're a goalie you are either like gay a party animal or like legitimately insane (laughs) why are goalies insane it takes i think it just takes you can't have any fear. Yeah. So if you don't have any fear, like on the field, there's a chance that you might not have any fear as a person. And that to me is like the most intimidating thing in the mm. world. Oh, like that's just so a completely fearless person is like, yeah, I would like very throw my body around when I but, was played goalie. So exactly. Yeah. But you were also gay. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay. Good, good, good. But so I should have known. And we, we, she was like, do you want a soda? And I was like, sure. And she was like, what if we just got one big one with like, two straws and I was like sure and then we got in the theater and I was like do you want to sit in the back row and she was like (laughs) okay and so we just like sat in the back row like we didn't know each other we were just like taking sips at the same time out of this giant soda while we watched a movie with no one else that we knew that's kissing with fingers over the mouth that is kissing with fingers over the mouth you're just trying to get close to this person and I literally did not realize this was a date until 2019 (laughs) (laughs) wait what was the movie Here's how gay this was. It was I don't Cameron remember. Zito, Cameron Esposito in oh. London. <laughs> I mean, that's how gay it was that I do not have yeah. recollection of yeah. a movie happening. I just have recollection of her face as yeah, we yeah, went yeah. down Your to sip out of the straws. Within a, an inch well, of each that is a beautiful story. And the thing that it is making me, that's reminding me of is that it was 
around 2019 when I realized that all of the like teenage sexual activity that I was having in movie theaters um, <laughs> was not invisible to other people. <laughs> Like, I just, that was a real part of my teenagehood was, like, having, like, a lot of things go on in movie theaters yeah. with with men, but, like, a lot of things. A lot and of things. And then realizing, oh. People could see whoopsie me. Daisy. Whoopsie <laughs> Daisy. Daisy. Whoopsie to quote Daisy. Hugh Grant in Notting Hill. <laughs> exactly. Whoopsie Daisy. Whoopsie Daisy. Thank you, Kate. Thank you for being flexible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the listeners to know how much I appreciate what you just did. That was hard. I'm good. I'm good. That was really good. I was you thinking. Were, that was really we good. We were in camp mode, baby. When you're in camp mode, your mind you thinks without you. In slow motion, you can do anything. <laughs> um, Cameron, will you do your butt plugs? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you know what's right now, like all of my socials are, are a great place to find out what's going on. I'm doing like, I don't know when this is coming out, but I'm doing like two shows essentially. I'm going to be in Chicago October 2nd for a show. And then I'm going to be in Salt Lake City October 14th. And then like probably not touring after that for a long time. So we'll try and um, get it out at least before one of those. Yeah. Cool. But um, yeah, more more in future. That's very fun to say. I also have a book <laughs> that's called Save Yourself. You could you could... Listen to that on Audible. That's what I'd recommend. Or get the buy book. it through an indie bookseller. Get get the book. We, we always yell right, at people bye-bye. to get the yeah, book. Yeah, we do. And we loved having you. You were fantastic. I yeah, would love this to have awesome. you again if you're up for it. I would love that. I really enjoyed talking with you both. You are so fun. Oh, thank Thanks you. Thanks for being awesome. such lovely sweethearts. It's so awesome and, um, to meet you. I can't wait to see you again soon. Yeah. yeah. And be pals. And listen to Query. My gay thought today is I think there should be a gay, a gay ant adoption program. I think that whenever a child comes out to their family, the government should send a gay ant, <laughs> just a barb of a human being in a, wind, in a windbreaker, knock on that door hard, bop, bop. Yo, I'm fucking gay, and I'm here to take your kid to a WNBA game. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the government-designated gay ant. It could be a gay uncle. It could be uh, uh, a queer, just a queer adult. This sounds like it could be dangerous, but it's not. It's, it's a family thing. How do we start this program? Where do I get the funding? How do I apply? I'm probably on an FBI watch list now. That's my gay thought this, uh, this week, guys. So many new donors this month. Thank you so much, you guys. Make this podcast possible. Let's do this. On Instagram, we have just Zoe with seven E's. On Instagram, we have Sky. I think I've done these. Whatever. We'll see. We have Sky. That's S-S-K-K-Y-Y-Y-Y. On Instagram, we have T Talea. On TikTok, we have A.G. Ferguson. On Instagram, we have Leah Eggy. On TikTok, we have Sandcassin. On Instagram, we have Queer... Queryodicals. Queryodicals. On Instagram, we have Leah.MorningGlory. On Instagram, we have The Diary of L. On Twitter, we have Miss underscore Steph Laura. On TikTok, we have Overheard in Therapy. On Instagram, we have Carrie Mounts with a Z. On Instagram, we have Danae underscore underscore Ann. On Instagram, we have Emily Miller Zero. And on Instagram, we have Champagne Soap. Thank you guys so much for donating. Couldn't do this without you, you little queer. I love you with all my heart. (laughs) And despite my tone, I mean that. 
to the core of my soul. Have a great week. Thank you for listening and being so cool.